You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. Today, we're actually going to discuss quite an important topic. It's about different wall types. And I'm very fortunate to have Michael Congress here, uh, Senior Engineer at Think Brick Australia. Michael, you've started these podcasts off with a bit of a joke. I believe you've got another one for me. This is one of my best, Elizabeth. A fish swims into a brick wall. Damn. Thanks for that, Michael. Today, as I said, we're actually going to discuss wall types. And sometimes these are terms that are rallied off really, really quickly. But I know in the beginning, I sort of would just nod along, like I knew exactly what everyone was talking about. But we're going to go through them today. The main ones that I think we're going to go through are brick veneer, reverse brick veneer, cavity brick, and single skin brickwork, then solid brickwork. Yeah, look, they're the five main types of uses of brick walls. And then we'll just finish off and just talk about some typical weatherproofing applications that are applicable to these walls. Okay, so Michael, let's start off with brick veneer. It's probably the most commonly used, especially on the east coast of Australia, type of brick wall. What is this about? So brick veneer is a brick wall which is tied into typically a timber or steel frame and it's used really commonly in residential construction across the east coast of Australia. So Queensland, Brisbane through to Melbourne utilise brick veneer as the primary form of brick wall construction in residential buildings. And just tell me, Michael, is brick veneer load-bearing from the masonry perspective? Brick veneer is not. That external brick wall is non-load-bearing. So we design the wall in a way which transmits all of our out-of-plane forces, such as wind, through our wall ties into our timber structure behind. And so it acts as a good-looking facade wall but doesn't bear any of the load of the roof above. So it's cladding with some great thermal mass. Yeah, All right, the next one we're actually going to talk about is reverse brick veneer. I've always stumbled on why people would do this. It became a really big trend eight or nine years ago, and I think it's heading back that way now. But reverse brick veneer, Michael? So reverse brick veneer, as the name suggests, it's brick veneer but flipped. And so our brick wall is now on the inside of our building. And what that does, it gives us greater energy efficiency benefits by utilising that brick thermal mass on the inside of our home to regulate our internal temperatures. I don't disagree with you on that, Michael, although I do not understand putting a durable cladding like brick on the inside when you then would still have to upkeep the outside cladding, which is not going to be as durable as brick. But in saying that, I will absolutely move on. Now to cavity brick and probably the most popular form of construction in Western Australia and certainly if we look globally very very popular in Europe the UK and even South Africa. So cavity brick and sometimes it's referred to as double brick walls as well it's got a few different names and that's where we're taking the best parts of brick and and using them both internally and externally so we've got an external 
durable facade, good-looking facade, and then we're using the internal brick wall as our load-bearing wall. And so our roof truss, our, our concrete slab, will sit on the internal leaf and the external leaf will be our external facade. So this, to my mind, Michael, is possibly the best way to use brick because you're getting those structural capabilities, the thermal mass capabilities, double the thermal mass capabilities, as well as the external cladding capabilities. And actually, this is what my two-storey house is made of. I call it double brick. You keep referring to leaves. And again, we're not talking about leaves on the tree. What does that refer to? So a leaf in AS3700 refers to a brick wall. So in standard terminology, a single brick wall is termed a leaf. And so when we refer to brick walls, you'd sometimes hear us refer to them as leaves. And that's just referring to a single wall. So a double brick wall is like a double leaf wall. One of the last ones we're going to talk about is single skin. Now we've gone from leaf to skin. <laughs> what is single skin brickwork? So single skin or single leaf brickwork is like, again, like the name suggests, it's where we're using a brick wall just by itself. So one brick wide and and we're using them typically as partition walls internally, whether it be in multi-residential or domestic construction, you might use them in a fence application as well. And so it's termed single leaf or single skin brickwork. The front fence, Michael, is what I would consider the most use of the single skin brickwork. Let's talk now about solid brickwork. What happens here? So solid brickwork is still a single leaf of masonry, of brick, but when we need to increase the capacity and whether that be the compressive capacity or the lateral bending capacity, what we can do is we can bond multiple brick units together to create a monolithic structure. And we sometimes see these walls used as small scale retaining walls around homes, sort of planter beds. And we can also see them in terraces or duplex type structures as that internal wall because we have our increased load bearing, increased sound efficiencies, increased energy efficiency capacities because we've got a thicker brick wall that we're dealing with. And look, I always see them in landscape applications as well. You know, things where places where people can sit, where children can play off. Yeah. And they're really good for that. And so when we see walls like this, they're typically 600 to 800 mils high, able to sit on them and able to have some element of earth retaining capability. So Michael, when we look at the wall types, there's so many different reasons for the different wall types. And I think, you know, without being too judgmental, I've already put my favourite wall type in there is cavity brick, but I know that space sometimes is a problem for people and especially designers when they're looking at it. So just to go through again, we've got the brick veneer, which is the single leaf or skin of brick on the outside of a wall that is secured to normally a timber or steel frame. The brick is non-load bearing in this instance. The second thing we have is the reverse brick veneer where the cladding is on the outside, the brick is on the inside. And again, structurally it works the same as brick veneer, except as I mentioned, you're getting the same thermal capacity, but perhaps not the durability on the outside. The next one we talked about is cavity brick or double brick. And that's where you've got the two single leaves of brick together, but we're using brick for all of its properties. We're using brick for its structural capacity as well as its cladding capacity and you've got double benefits for thermal mass. We then talked about single skin brickwork or single leaf brickwork and again what we 
talked about here was most popularly used for internal walls or front fences. And again, then we talked about solid brickwork, which could be sometimes considered a double skin, even though it's just a single leaf of masonry, a little bit more solid. And we've seen this in sort of public places where people can use it as a bench to rest on or whether they can use it for some entrances to houses. Have we covered all the wall types? You're absolutely spot on. Michael, as you know, I'm normally listening to podcasts whilst I'm doing something else, preferably walking. Where do people go to find more information about different wall types? And perhaps if we haven't explained it correctly, can probably see the visual explanation. Elizabeth, our website should be your first point of call. We've got some technical manuals which explore in more detail how these walls work and can also quantify the capacities and the design of these systems so you can use them effectively in all types of construction. And the links in our show notes. Michael, thank you for the discussion on wall types. I'm still pondering about the joke at the start. Damn, thank you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, There's a link in our show notes to let us know.